Thank you, Dominic. Let's be in a spirit of prayer together. Let us pray. God, you've called us here from many different places and times. Maybe we are back from vacation, or maybe we had a long week at work, or maybe things were quiet this morning at home, or maybe we walked the dog before church, or maybe we read the newspaper and are anxious about the world. And God, we ask you to kind of to center us in this moment, to open us wide open, our ears, our hearts, our souls, our minds, that as the word is preached, somehow, God, it might comfort us if we need that, transform us if we need that, bother us if we need that, teach us if we need that, and always, God, to lift us up. Amen. From that text, and be thankful With gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God. I call them God-gratitude moments. God-gratitude moments. GGMs, for short. Slices of time, usually no longer than a few minutes or so when I am able to see, really see, how abundant my one life is, how rich, how overflowing with God's grace and gifts, how amazing and beautiful life really is. And then all I can do is say, thank you, God. Thank you. And so I am out on a long bike ride this past week on a warm and low-humidity summer day, the sun high in a bright blue sky, a gentle breeze at my back, legs pumping away, and I'm making graceful circles with my pedals, my body feeling like a well-oiled machine as I zip around a corner and then down a long, rolling hill past a field filled with cornrows reaching up to the heavens. And then I feel so grateful For so, so much, for my body, for creation, for time away from the office, for the chill of Gatorade that I drink from my water bottle, for everything. And then just two days later, I am out on a long bike ride and I'm riding, but all I can think about is that my legs feel dull and heavy. And then rain begins to fall from a gray sky and I get angry because I am 10 miles from home and then my backside is now hurting and my bike shorts are starting to chafe. And then I hit the bottom of a hill and struggle to make it to the top, and I'm going so slow that the black flies begin to circle around my my face, and my neck starts to ache from overuse. And all I want to do is get off this stupid bike. And then I look up to the heavens, and I feel anything but grateful for anything. Same bike, same me, same route, same ride, same life. Some days I am able to see life for all its abundant goodness and be so grateful to God. In other days, all I can see is that which I do not have or that which vexes me. And then I cannot see anything to thank God for. Friends, what's that about? How could I, how could any of us, be so convicted in one moment by the sheer abundance of life, all God's gifts, 
and then in the other moment be so convicted by the deficits of life, what we lack, how God seems absent, how much we desire but still do not have. Thank you, God. No, thank you, God. Am I the only one here who suffers from such gratitude whiplash? Anyone else suffer from that? At once being able to realize and see the good, but then being blind somehow to godly grace, struggling with feelings of ingratitude. Because the truth is, at least for me, when I am grateful, when I am in the midst of a GGM, man, I am so happy. I am content, I am generous, I am centered in God, but when I lack gratitude, boy, am I grumpy. I am cheap, and I hang on to everything for dear life, giving nothing away. I can only see what I lack, and I am anything but spiritually centered. These past weeks in our Summer of Why Worship series, we've been asking some pretty big, worldly, social questions about our faith. Today we get to a bit more intimate. We will drill down into that most personal of spiritual conditions and ask, why is gratitude at the heart of a really good life? Why gratitude? Gratitude, first a secular definition, it's the quality of being thankful. It's a readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness And a biblical definition, gratitude, which does not appear much in the Bible, only five times in the New Testament. It's from the Greek, charis, and it means grace or joy or thanks, as in today's passage from Paul's letter to the Colossians. In the section that we heard Dominic read, Paul is giving that early church a spiritual pep talk. He's reminding them that in whatever they do, whatever, always do so. With thanks to God. Always give thanks. Always. Always? Really? Is Paul, is God serious here to be thankful all the time in all circumstances for all things? I don't think what Paul is saying here is that godly gratitude means that, say, I thank God on my bike rides for the pain in my neck that flares up or the flat tire I get 15 miles from home without a spare, or the struggle to bike 88 miles or almost 200 miles, which Pan Mass Challenge riders will undertake next Saturday. God does not expect us to be thankful, I believe, for unemployment or ill health or struggles with raising kids or being a widow or a widower or being so worried about the current state of our nation. No. I do think what godly gratitude is about is this. Such gratitude opens our hearts and eyes so wide that we are able to see in the midst of the bad stuff, good stuff. Do you hear that? We can see good stuff in the midst of bad stuff. In the middle of a swamp, we can see a delicate water lily. In the midst of a rainstorm, we see a rainbow. A friend of mine in recovery said this gem to me a few weeks ago. If we see what we have, there will always be more. If we see what we don't have, there will never be enough. Gratitude is about vision, godly vision, 
seeing, looking for the good and the gifts of life, even especially when it seems as if there is nothing good to see, looking for abundance, even especially when we feel impoverished, looking for a blessing, even especially when it feels as if God is absent, looking for the beautiful, even especially when life looks ugly. Why gratitude? Because with divine gratitude, with such an attitude of gratitude, we can always see life with God's eyes. And when we do, we will always be able to find something, something to thank God for. And then, friends, life is always good and better and happier and more balanced and whole and joyful, even when you get a flat tire. And I guarantee that. Why gratitude? Again, it's about adopting a godly perspective on life, remembering where we stand in this world, too. The best gratitude always reminds us of our true place in creation. So as I've said, I've got this chronic pain in my neck these days that's been making cycling very hard, and that stinks. But I've got amazing health care, and doctors, and a physical therapist, and I have insurance to help me get better. I've got strong legs to help push me through no matter what. I've got a friend who is willing to pick me up next Saturday in his car if I cannot make it all the way on the ride. I've got supporters who have already donated thousands of dollars to fight cancer. Hmm. Godly gratitude puts me in my place. It reminds me to remember all the good things that I have. What a miracle that is and what a gift. Godly gratitude for me can be a kind of, I don't know how to say this any other way, it's like God giving me a dope slap. Okay? John, wake up. Get off the pity pot. Look at all you've got, and then give thanks. Give thanks. So maybe the next time you feel yourself backsliding into feeling ingrateful or despair or are frustrated at some life problem, great or small, try a little experiment. Stop and think and pray and list just five things in that moment for which you can thank God for. The breath in your lungs, the person next to you who loves you, the freedom in which you live, the hotness of your black coffee, a phone call from an old friend. Things like this always put me in my place. They remind me where I stand, and that is in an abundant life in an abundant part of the world, period. I'm not just doing pretty good. Relatively speaking, I am doing very good. And I think sometimes we all need to see our lives thus. Finally, gratitude has got to stretch beyond our God-gratitude moments, those GGMs. Thankful people are grateful for life and to God because they are disciplined about it, because they take and make time regularly to look for the good and thank God for the good all the time. 
not just at Thanksgiving, at grace. Not only when the sun is shining and you are on vacation, godly gratitude takes practice. How did I or Steve Solomon or Scott Johnson or Roger Brown get to the point where we can bike so far? By getting out in the sun and in the rain when we want to and when we don't want to, and then saddling up and hitting the road. The most godly, grateful folks I know do the same. They make a daily gratitude list every morning or evening. They say grace at every meal. They give generously in gratitude to great causes, not every once in a while, but weekly. They are philanthropic as a way of life. Why gratitude? It works if you work it. It works if you work it. So friends, a good life, a godly life is always drenched in gratitude 24-7. Thanksgiving to our God who is faithful in all ways and always. But first, we've got to look for it. We've got to see it. And then we can truly say, thank you, God. Thank you. Let all God's grateful people say, amen. Amen.